My brothers, my sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi and asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever binds on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. I don't know if any of you played Powerball this week, but I love the, the woman who won it. Mavis Wonkcheck, a 53-year-old woman from Chicopee, Massachusetts, got the biggest single-ticket jackpot in United States history. She's going to the bank on Monday with $758 million, and half of it will go to the government. About $24 million will go to the Massachusetts government, but... I love what she said. She says, I am a winner, and I'm scared, but I'll be okay. I had a pipe dream, and the pipe dream came true today. I wanted to retire early after 32 years as a medical technician at Mercy Medical Center. I called them and told them I wasn't coming in. And now she said, this is the greatest quote, she says, I just want to be alone and just be able to be me. I love that simple humility, just to be able to be me. And Maris, among all the distractions and all of the press and what is really life-changing happened to her, she just had one solid thing to say. She, she knew who she was. She knew who she was. I just want to be me. So there's distractions and questions in today's gospel. And what are they saying about me? Who do they say I am? That's what Jesus is asking the questions of his disciples. And they answer them with kind of a standard answer. They say the prophets. But then they will soon find out that Jesus is really the new Adam, the new Moses. And Peter, when asked the question, answered, you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. And at that moment, he would be commissioned with rock-solid faith to steward and build the foundation of the church and open up the world and open up to us and open up his community at the time to the kingdom of heaven. And this work continues right now, right here. We are all members of the body of Christ. By our baptism, we're all commissioned to love like Jesus did to show mercy, to show compassion, to live with justice in our hearts, 
and to continue that important mission, that saving mission of Jesus today. And the world needs it, doesn't it? So here's a story. Storytelling and faith is from the book by Father Broch. So put in your imagination a monastery. It's not Glastonbury Abbey, but a monastery who had fallen on hard times. And the abbey at the time in its past was an inspirational place where people came to pray and see the Lord and hear the chants of the monks. But it had become deserted. People no longer were coming there to be nourished by the monks' prayer, by the monks' chants, by the monks' just presence of the Lord. Just a handful of monks were old, were left. They were kind of old. And they praised God with really some sadness and very heavy hearts. But on the edge of that monastery, there was an old rabbi, and he was living in a little hut. And he would come down, down the road from time to time to fast, to listen to the chants, and to pray. No one ever spoke to him. He just came, and his presence was felt by the monks. When he would come down, it would it would be whispers among the, the monks that the rabbi who walks in the woods is here. The rabbi who walks in the woods. And for as long as he was there, the monks felt sustained by his presence, by his prayerful presence. So one day, the abbot decided to visit the rabbi and to open up his heart to him. He had a heavy heart. He was the leader of a monastery that was having difficulty, and he just was searching for some answers. And he thought maybe the rabbi would be able to help. So after the morning mass, he set himself through the woods and went down to the hut. And as he approached the hut, the abbot saw the, the, the rabbi standing there, almost like he was expecting him, with outstretched hands of welcome. And the two were like long-lost brothers. And they hugged. And they stepped to each other, and they just smiled. And it was a moment that, for both of them, was kind of special. So the rabbi motioned the abbot to come into the hut. And in the middle of the room, on a wooden table, was the scriptures, and it was open. They sat there for a moment in the presence of the book. And then the rabbi began to cry, and the abbot couldn't contain himself. He covered his face with his hands, and he began to cry too. And for the first time in the abbot's life, he cried with his heart. And the two men just sat there like lost children, filling the huts with their sobs as their tears went upon the wooden table. And after the tears ceased to flow and all became quiet, the rabbi lifted his head and he said, my brother, you and your, and your brother monks are serving God with heavy hearts. And I feel that you need a teaching. I'm going to give you a teaching, but I'm only going to repeat it once. Only once, and after that, no one, 
must ever hear it aloud again. So the rabbi looked straight into the abbot's eyes. And here's what he said. He said, the Messiah is among you. That's all he said. The Messiah is among you. For a while, all was silent. And the rabbi just said, now you must go. So the abbot left without a word, without even looking back. And the next morning, he got the monks together and he said he had received a teaching from the rabbi who walks in the woods. And the teaching was to never be said again. And he took, looked at his brother monks and he said, the rabbi said that one of us is the Messiah. And the monks were startled by this. They, they began to ask themselves, is it Brother John? Is Father Matthew the, 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 the Messiah? Is Brother Thomas? Who's the Messiah? What does this mean? They were all deeply puzzled by the rabbi's teaching. But they never mentioned it again. As time went by, the monks began to treat one another in a very special reverence. There was a gentle, hold-hearted human quality to them now, which for them was hard to describe, but very easy to notice. They lived with one another, but they finally found something. And they prayed the scriptures and sang their chants like they were looking for something. And the visitors found themselves deeply moved by the way that they were living their lives again. And not long after, people began to come back and to be nourished by their prayers and be nourished by their chants. And young men began to come back into the community. The monks had seen and got and received in their hearts the Messiah. They were changed. They were transformed. And they became different people. The rabbi no longer walked in the woods. The old monks never saw him again. But his prayerful presence and the teaching that now lived in their hearts, they had Christ in their hearts, it never left them for the rest of their lives. So here's our question. Do we see Christ in others? Do we see Christ in the broken, the least among us, the people who hurt us, the people who trespass against us, the people among us, and I have a few, that are difficult to love? Do we see Christ in those people? And do we show them compassion? Do we show them mercy? So now with us, with us, with, with courage, let's not worry. Let's not worry about what people say about us. Let us live with life, with love that shows mercy, that shows justice, that shows compassion. And then people through us will know this Messiah.
Take off your shoes. This is holy ground you walk on. Open your eyes. This is holy fire you see. Show me your face, a reflection of my glory, and you will know who I am. Take off in flight. This is holy ground that lifts you. Open your arms. This is holy wind you feel. Show me your tears flowing down your face in rivers, and you will know who I am. You will know that I have healed you. You will know. This is holy wood you carry. Open your hands. This is holy work you do. Sharing His love, poured out for you forever, and you will know who I am. You will know that He has loved you. You will know. You will.